0: Welcome to That's Agritastic, the show that celebrates the scope and diversity of agriculture across the country. I'm Pete Emmons, your host. Joining me today are my very special guests. It's Keith Summers, treasurer of the Circleville, Ohio Pumpkin Show, and also a little bit later on will be Bob Liggett, the renowned giant pumpkin grower. And today we are spotlighting the upcoming Pumpkin Show in Circleville, Ohio, scheduled for October 19th through the 22nd. Hey, Keith, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Hey, I know this is a really hectic time. I don't know when you're sleeping right now with all of the last minute things you're putting in place uh, for the show next week. But I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your schedule to really let us go inside and really get the real scoop of what's going on with this year's pumpkin show. Now, the Circle Pumpkin Show, correct me if I'm wrong, it looks like uh, this would be the 115th year of the event that's that's correct is this
1: uh the oldest pumpkin show in the united states do you know that i think that it is it started in 1903 we missed a couple of years during the world wars and we did not have one in 2020 due to covid but we've been been around since 1903 so give
0: us just a brief history lesson what what triggered the whole development of this how did it start
1: Um, Well, and I guess in 1903, uh, the mayor at the time, George Haswell, wanted to uh, find a way to bring city folks and country folks together. So he asked uh, farmers uh, around the area to bring produce into town and put it on display and potentially sell it. So that's kind of how it all started by that uh, first um, um, display of, of produce and such. And it just grew from there.
0: And grew and grew and grew and grew. Explanation, explanation, explanation. And now this has to be one of the largest pumpkin shows in the world. Any
1: stat on that? Um, you know, we we do have lots of visitors. So, um, we we estimate around 400,000 uh, visitors uh, over the the four-day festival. So, maybe um, you know, it's a little we have a little bigger crowds on the weekend um and, and maybe a little less on Thursday and Friday, but uh we we do think it's the bi- the biggest. It's um you know, nine city blocks of uh, of rides and concessions and uh, arts and crafts displays, that sort of thing.
0: Now, the next question I'm going to ask you—I know we could take the entire show and, and dwell on that—but what is it that really? What's the wow? I mean, what is it that really makes this so special? What drives this year after year after year?
1: Um, I think it's a it's a homecoming, I guess, of sorts for folks in and around Circleville and Pickaway County, people that are from the area, um, will come back and visit family. Um, and I just think, um, you know, seeing everyone and, and kind of having that homecoming feel to it. Um, it does, um, give an opportunity for a lot of the civic organizations, churches, those sort of folks to, um, raise some funds. Um, a lot of them have, uh, booths downtown selling merchandise and, um, food and that sort of thing. And so it does uh, bring a lot of money into the area. Um, people kind of ramp up, um, and get ready for it. Uh, downtown businesses uh, do a little extra cleaning. There's always painting going on, uh, projects, and so forth that you want to get done to uh, put your best foot forward. So it's it's kind of just like an annual event, you know, to uh, to, to to show off our our community. It truly brings together.
0: All parts of the community, from young children all the way through seniors, there's something for everybody. It's a total uh, experience, and I'm sure this is a, a major, major year-round project in the making,
1: given the extent of it, too. Well, that's kind it of it is, and um, you know, the board meets often, and we're making you know making decisions and planning. And it is really um, for for some of us, it's a it's a 12 month a year job
0: what is it for you how many years for you now personally I know it's been several
1: years I think um as a volunteer it's probably 25 or so um and I'm not sure how long I've been treasurer I want to say probably going on 10 years
0: outstanding and you are I'm sure a trustee as well yes Mm -hmm. excellent well, let's walk through briefly here uh, a little bit on the schedule itself. Now, although it technically is, is October 19th to the 22nd, you actually have a preview night on Tuesday, October 18th in the evening. And I see that you have uh, one of the most popular uh, regional groups here in Ohio that's going to be headlining the entertainment that night.
1: We do. We have a, I call it a soft opening from five to 10 on Tuesday night. Uh, a lot of locals, um, um, and it gives us a chance to open things up, see, uh, get the rides going and uh, get the, all the booze cooking. But McGuffey Lane is going to be performing at 630 at the Savings Bank stage uh, at our main stage in our Pumpkin Show Park. So we're excited about that, excited to have McGuffey Lane back. And they'll, they'll bring, a, bring a crowd, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, They are well, well known and, and really uh, resonate with crowds around Ohio and around the country and how you've also had for many, many, many years, a Pumpkin Show community band. Tell us a little about that.
1: Um, you know, it's a, it's a community band, um, and they're going to be performing, uh, I think, I believe it's at five o'clock on Tuesday and five o'clock on Thursday from that same stage, the Savings Bank stage in our Pumpkin Show Park. And um, the, the, the neat thing about that band, it's um, a band of all ages, and uh, they've been around for a long time, and we're glad to, to support them and glad to have them here
0: great now as you alluded to you have several stages uh, out there with entertainment and demonstrations throughout the week and I'm looking at some of these uh, craft demonstrations going on there are some really uh, extremely interesting ones that i don't know if you'd find anywhere else that would include glass pumpkin making i hadn't heard about that one before and making uh, clay pumpkins for example
1: yeah and uh you know jack pine is a uh, an artisan who um is from the area and he, he has a a shop in the, in the Hocking Hills actually and he's been a, a vendor at Pumpkin Show for a very long time um, and, and he's actually going to be um, having a discussion about his craft uh, at, at two o'clock on Thursday at our Arts and Crafts area um, and talk about um, you know making glass pumpkins. Um, also uh, I'm going to have a guy uh, Gus the squash carver is going to be here again every day um, performing from from his booth on East Franklin Street so it's uh, always some uh, neat stuff to see.
0: Excellent. Now you have, as I say, several stages with entertainment going on uh, throughout the week. Just give us a brief uh, teaser of a few of the groups performing.
1: Well, um, there's going to be uh, bands all day long on the ma- uh, main stage um, on um, Friday and Saturday. Uh, we've got some some good local bands. Um, we, we Lots of folks like to come and show off their... Um, Their groups here, so I look forward to coming to that. Also, the the Columbus Zoo is going to be here, I believe, on Wednesday evening, um, uh, doing a a performance with some animals. So that's that's always well attended. We're glad to have them back. And if you like parades,
0: I don't know of any event in Ohio that has the number of parades that you have. Looks like seven parades during the week with over fifty bands and multiple fifty bands plus fifty floats.
1: Yeah, um, the bra- the parades are, are, are enjoyed by all, and uh, we have uh, two a day, um, one uh, in the afternoon and one in the evening, uh, except on Saturday, we just have the evening parade. But uh, um, we have a, a parade for the, the queens and the and the, and the little queens on Wednesday, and then a baby parade on Thursday. There's a pet parade on Friday, so um always uh good entertainment on thursday night that's our parade of bands we'll have 22 high school bands in the parade on thursday night and that's always well attended
0: excellent of course you have the uh, royal court and that's always a highlight the crowning of of the queen and you have all of the miss pumpkin contestants as well that's has to be a huge huge event as well it is now, you have many, many, many exhibits, but I'll tell you the one that's always captured that you've had for several years, and I remember having the opportunity to experience to go into this uh, at your event, For but that is you are bringing back once again the Eyes of Freedom, the Lima Company Memorial, which is inspiring.
1: Yes, and they've been here for many years and uh, are coming back again this year, and they're going to be inside Memorial Hall at uh, Main and Pickaway Streets uh, for that display. It is something to see, and... Uh, if, you know, if some if you haven't been through that and seen that, um, it's certainly something you want to check off when you when you come here.
0: And if you like something to eat that's pumpkin oriented, I don't know where in the world you would else find pumpkin burgers. My favorite is pumpkin chili. I know that one of the organizations, I believe it was the, your Rotary Club has pumpkin chili, which is fantastic. Pumpkin taffy, fudge, burgers. Boy, you have it all.
1: Yep, and uh, pumpkin chili is my favorite as well. I uh, I'm a member of that that Rotary Club, and um, it's just an example of um, you know, these civic organizations. Uh, you know, Kiwanis has uh, has a booth here as well, um, and a lot of them do specialize in those in those pumpkin items. The, uh, um, there's pumpkin pancakes, uh, cream puffs, all kinds of stuff you can find.
0: Well, kudos to you. I am also a fellow Rotarian as well with that. But I know uh, your your club has done that for many, many years now uh, with that chili. And that has to be a crowd pleaser for sure. Yeah. So what is the what would you say would be the top three must eat things uh, besides the chili? What would be the other two? Is it the pumpkin donuts there at that bake shop?
1: Yep, yeah, Lindsay's pumpkin donuts. They're famous. Um, I really do like the pumpkin pancakes. And then uh, I think pumpkin fudge would be something else.
0: Now, Lindsay's, they have uh, created before in the past, these giant, giant uh, pumpkin pies. I think one was in the Guinness Book of Records uh, for as, how large it is. Will they be doing something like that again?
1: Yeah, each year they they make a large pie. I think um, typically it's about six feet in, um, in circumference. And they're, they're definitely doing one again this year.
0: Fantastic. What happens to that pie when it's all done? <laughs>
1: um, they talk about it. They used to just uh, feed it to the hogs. That's uh, what <laughs> they used to do, find a farmer that uh, would like to slop his hogs. So that's what they've done in the past.
0: That's a lot of pumpkin feed right there. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. As I said, uh, there is something for all ages. Are you going to have a rides again, some concessionary things going on?
1: Uh, absolutely. There's uh, well over 300 vendors here. Um, we have a... a ride company here have several rides um, large and small uh, rides for all ages
0: excellent now you have a a brand that's been established it's the greatest free show on earth is really being your your tagline with it i mean there's no cost to attend all of these events that includes the concerts and that is uh, highly unusual to be able to pull that off especially with the level of entertainment and the scope of what you have there
1: Yes, yeah, so and we're, we're glad to do that. It, there is no cost to attend. It's a, a street festival, uh, but you can find parking and, and walk right in.
0: Now, give folks a little uh, guidance here about directions to the show, and especially the parking. I noticed, again, you're going to have shuttles, correct?
1: We are. Um, there will be shuttle shuttles from um, AMVETS, which is on Tarleton Road, south of town. So if you're coming from Columbus, you can just stay right on 23 and and go south of the the downtown exits and and find parking at AMVETS and they'll shuttle you uh, up to the show. Also at Ohio Christian University on the east side of town, um, uh, they will be shuttling people in as well from their parking lots. So, um, you know, I would say come early. Um, Traffic always gets backed up on 23, but um, if you can find a way around and come in from one of the other state routes, I mean, that's what I would do when I give people ideas about how, what the best time to come, I, I tell them to come early and if you can um, and find a, a way and not be on uh, Route 23, that sometimes is best.
0: Great advice right there. Hey, what's a final message that you want to put out there uh, for, I guess, two things. For one, for people who have never experienced the Pumpkin Show and for, for veterans coming back and individuals coming and families coming back again uh, year after year, what is that you want to put out there this year about this year's event?
1: Well, this year's um, I guess theme would be just maybe sustainability. We're trying to um, sustain ourselves. We've had some volunteers drop off. Um, you know, it's hard to uh, to maintain large groups of volunteers uh, to to run uh, a festival like this or really any endeavor. Um, and when we really try hard, um, there is a lot of planning. We don't do it perfect. Um, get a lot of criticism, Pete, um, uh, socially on social media and that. And I. Um, uh, sometimes that is hard to take with as much um, hours we put in volunteering, but we do try hard to put out a a great safe festival, which I think we do. Um, But, uh, you know, if there are any locals that want to volunteer, you know, we're always looking for more people to help us put on this big event.
0: You can never have enough volunteers to put on any event for sure. So if somebody is interested in uh, volunteering, for example, for, for next year, should they contact the Pumpkin Show office?
1: Yes, that that would be best. And you can find a whole lot of information about our festival on the website at PumpkinShow.com. There's a schedule of events, uh, contact information um, for for those of us that put on the festival and all all kinds of information. So I uh, would tell folks to check out our website, PumpkinShow.com.
0: I will be posting that information up on my show Facebook page later as an added reference for everybody as well. And what are the uh, daily hours of the event? Um, 10 to 10, 10 a.m., 10 p.m. And then it concludes on the the Saturday evening. Correct. Hey, Keith, I can't thank you enough for taking a few minutes out of your ultra busy schedule to really give us inside scoop of all that's happening uh, with this year's Pumpkin Show. And I know that we could probably talk five or six hours on all the aspects of what you've got going there. Hey, I can't say enough kudos to you, your volunteers, the staff. Uh, your sponsors, everybody that puts on such a family-friendly quality event, the outstanding premier event uh, for everybody to experience and enjoy. And boy, if you have not experienced this, and if you have, you've got to come to this year's 115th year Pumpkin Show. Hey, I wish you the very best as you get ready here and your plans. And again, hey, thanks so much for coming on. And we're going to talk to a giant pumpkin grower now, Mr. Bob Liggett, who has been doing this, I think, for many, many years too. And he's got some great things to tell us about the pumpkin side of it. So Keith, again, thank you so much for your time. Wish you the very best in your final plans. Great. Thank you, Pete. Thanks so much, Keith. Well, right now, we are going to do a special salute to all of our outstanding show sponsors that make our program possible. That includes the Central Ohio Farm Bureau of Union, Madison, Delaware, and Franklin Counties, Liberty National Bank of Marysville, Ohio, UTC's Farm Market of Plain City, Ohio, the Union County, Ohio Agriculture Society, and the Ohio Ecological Food and Farm Association. You'll find great products and services at all of our show partners. Well, right now, it's time to really get to the core of the Circleville Pumpkin Show, and that is really talking all about pumpkins of all sizes and shape. And I have one of the most distinguished pumpkin growers, not only in Ohio, but I am sure around the country, and Mr. Bob Liggett. Hey, Bob, welcome to the show.
2: Well, it's, it's a pleasure talking to you, Pete.
0: Hey, it's been a few years since we last had conversation when I was down at the show doing the radio show there with you, and you're still going strong with the pumpkins.
2: Uh, Yes, I uh, started out with three plants, and uh, unfortunately, I am down to one pumpkin, but it looks really nice to me, and we won't know until the 19th how it really turns out. Now,
0: you have been growing giant pumpkins now for mega years. How many years again?
2: Uh, I've been growing pumpkins for 29 years.
0: So what you're telling me is that in your sleep, you do not see sheep, but you see giant pumpkins.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You you know, sometimes during the year when they're growing in their fast cycle, you can actually tell the next day they're larger than when you went to bed. They can grow up to 40 pounds a day. um, And so that's pretty exciting and grow 40 pounds in one day? Yes, and the way we measure them, um, we can, uh, everybody has a different way, but sometimes you, if I measure it one week and the next week, I can get um, 300 pounds difference in a week. Oh, my word.
0: 300 pound difference in a week. That is amazing. Now, what is it? That really drives your passion. You've been doing this for so many years; Um, it just grows and grows and grows on you. Is it just something that's just a part of your culture, your your
2: routine, or what is it? Um, You know, I'm not a native of the area, and um, when I was actually, I'm an optometrist, and when I was examining people, I had one uh, young man in particular who would come in and talk about his pumpkin, and so I would go down on. Wednesday to watch him have his pumpkin weight. And, um, you know, that was really fun. And then my wife decided that she wanted to live out in the country. So 29 years ago, uh, we bought a house out in the country. Uh, one of those was built in 1844. Uh, and all of a sudden, I was transplanted from being in town, I've never lived in the country before. And um, I was looking around for things to do. And I noticed that uh, the farmer next door was doing something across the fence. So I went over and started talking to him. And he had this little plant in a small area that was all tilled up. and, And we talked about it. And he said, you know, this is one of those plants that grows a pumpkin for the pumpkin show. And we kept talking and he said, you know, I really don't have time to take care of this, but if you'd like it, I'll, I'll give you some advice about how to grow it and it will be yours. So that was in, uh, you know, 1993. And uh, at the end of the year, uh, he came over with a friend and they picked it up and put it in the back of my car And it turns out it weighed 188 pounds. So I could uh, tell my patients that I had a pumpkin at the pumpkin show. And uh, they, you know, that was very odd because they always kept the two biggest one back years ago. And because it was so odd that an optometrist, somebody that wasn't in agriculture, would have a pumpkin, they put mine right between the two so i actually had one uh the first year i grew one on display and now
0: you have actually won having the largest pumpkin 14 times and including having the record pumpkin of 1964 pounds i can't imagine wow that is a heck
2: of a pumpkin right there (laughs) so uh, what we really want to do is that we want to get a ton pumpkin here in Circleville. That's, that's our goal. And, you know, we have a club that uh, was started years ago by uh, Nancy Martin. Uh, Nancy was always one of those at the pumpkin show that had her orange coat. Uh, she worked, I think, in the arts and crafts, was one of the things she worked a lot in. And she would only grow orange pumpkins, if it She always gets seeds that produce beautiful orange pumpkins. And so in, uh, in about 19, I'm not sure what year, uh, maybe it was 96, she said, you know, we need to get a group together and try to improve the number of pumpkins and the size of our pumpkins for the pumpkin show. So then the Circleville Giant Pumpkin Growers group was formed. Uh, She was our secretary, and she put out all the information to the members, and you really got got the club going, and unfortunately, she developed ALS, and being the secretary, she would come to the meetings with her little typing machine and type out questions and ask things, and she continued to be our treasurer up until she unfortunately Uh, passed away. So then we started the Pretty Pumpkin Award in honor of Nancy Martin. So it's the Nancy Martin Pretty Pumpkin Award because she was such a wonderful individual, a supporter, worker at the Pumpkin Show and for the pumpkin growers. What a perfect attribute to her.
0: Now, when you grow these uh, pumpkins, uh, does it take a lot more extensive work in terms of preparation and ongoing watering and, and making sure we're weeding and all that sort of things? Tell us about that.
2: Well, uh, as, as we progressed from growing the, the three and four and 500 pound pumpkins up until what we're, we're on the threshold of a tonne, we discovered that you have to become somewhat of a farmer. So you do a soil test and you actually get your micronutrients in the soil up to maximum levels. And then you you make sure that you have a water system of some sort, uh, either with drip tape or overhead watering so that you can adequately give them uh, proc- approximately an inch of water uh, a week is is sort of the accepted amount of water that you give them, and then there are certain uh, fertilizers that tend to, in, again, uh, help the pumpkins grow better than than just letting them use what's in their soil. Very good. Now this year,
0: the official pumpkin weighing is on Wednesday morning. It works around nine o'clock, between nine and nine fifteen, it starts. You're going to have one pumpkin this year entered.
2: Yes, I I, I have one. Uh, I like it. I think it's going to be. Uh, I hope it's big enough to be on the stage. They they put the first, the biggest three on a wagon, and that wagon gets to go through the Saturday night parade. Uh, I think they usually are going to put it behind the queen. So it's it's one of those, those things. It's nice if you've got one on the, on the wagon.
0: Really showcases the pumpkin yeah. and, uh, and all of that that goes into that a year round. Now, for those folks who have not seen or experienced uh, the actual weighing the pumpkin, I understand it takes a couple hours. Tell us about that.
2: Well, um, we we line up about 7.30 in the morning in, on uh, East Main Street in front of the Duchess Filling Station, and we measure each pumpkin that comes in and try to arrange them in uh, size order so that uh, the smallest ones are weighed first and the largest ones uh, are, are weighed last. But um, we have Louis McFarland, which who uses a backhoe, uh, and we have what's called a pumpkin ring. It's a circular uh, iron ring, and it has straps um, similar to the straps in your car, your safety straps in your car. And at the bottom, these straps have a drawstring around so that the pumpkin is on the trailer, and the ring is lowered, and then the drawstring is pulled tight under the pumpkin, and it, each one of the straps, they're usually six to eight, they actually go underneath the pumpkin about three or four inches, and then the drawstring is pulled tight, and then the backhoe lifts the pumpkin up and gently places it on the scale, and then uh, there's a countdown then to, to find out what it weighs. It's, it's really kind of neat. Had the
0: opportunity to see that. It's, it's really something you have. If you come to the pumpkin show, you've got to see that event. And again, that's the Wednesday morning around 9 a.m. that that starts up. It takes a couple hours. How many pumpkins uh, you anticipate? Is it look like about 30 to 40 pumpkins
2: usually? Well, we had 34 last year. And uh, due to the, some of the weather problems this year, the 90 degree weather really is detrimental to plants. They, they shut down. Once they get to 90, a temperature of 90 degrees, it sort of just stops producing. And um, it takes several days after an extended time of 90 degree weather for the plant to, you know, start back up again. And it's more vulnerable to diseases, at, again, when, when that temperature is that high. So what I'm trying to say is this year we may not have as many pumpkins because Mother Nature wasn't as kind to us. But
0: the quality of the pumpkins that you do have is off the charts. Explanation,
2: right? We're going to have really nice big pumpkins, but maybe not as many total. Now, I asked you this this question a few years
0: back, but what happens to all these giant pumpkins when all is said and done and the show is over?
2: You know, we, we all have our own little things about about pumpkins. I, I've worked so hard all year with the pumpkin that I would never consider uh, dropping it on a car, which sometimes they do. And some people uh, fill it with that, uh, I don't know, it's Tactite or whatever it is, and they blow it up. One of the neat things that one of our growers did was they carved it out and they actually used it on a lake to have a little a little race, uh, but mine usually uh, are carved for Halloween night. Uh, they're they're relief carved. Uh, for example, you could put the Ohio State logo on. You could put uh, different things on the pumpkin, and and they're great for for Halloween night. The biggest pumpkin decoration in Circleville. We know
0: where it is now. <laughs> very very good. So, what is it that you would like to say for anybody that's interested in, in getting started and actually growing pumpkins?
2: Well, uh, one of the things that is is really good is if you would come to the pumpkin show and and we have around the the pumpkin area, we, the growers will be there. We um, like to raise money because we give prizes within the club for. Uh, different things like the closest person who has a pumpkin to 200 pounds, but not over. And that goes up to uh, about 900 pounds or so. We we have prizes for what we call a Charlie Brown award. We actually give away uh, pumpkin plants uh, from a pumpkin the previous year. Usually it's a pretty pumpkin uh, because Most people like to have nice orange pumpkins. So we start 30 to 40 plants and we give them away. And if you're a first time grower, uh, we call it a Charlie Brown contest. Then there are prizes for the first three largest ones from from our plants. And uh, that's one way to get started because we give you instructions and we have a meeting to try to answer questions. Another way, um, Ohio State has uh, developed a, a uh, actual fact sheet, and I could I could give you that number if that would be a, a okay. Sure. Okay, if you go on Google, mm-hmm. uh, the fact sheet is OSU fact sheet hyg one six four six. And this was developed by um, one of the uh, extension agents that used to grow pumpkins and, and our local extension agent. So it's, it's very factual and uh, it's, it's a good way to begin thinking about growing pumpkins. I will post that, that information on the show
0: uh, Facebook page later on here today. Certainly great, great tip there finally bob what are the final words that you want to put out there to our listeners about uh, the pumpkin show
2: well um I, you know maybe i'm prejudiced but but the, if you would just watch the kids that go by that have never seen those big pumpkins before and it's like they do a double take and then when, when they go up on stage to have their picture taken with the giant pumpkins, a lot of times they'll turn around and touch it and say, mom, it's real. And uh, it's just the enjoyment that you see in other people uh, looking at your pumpkins. That's, that's really what I like. You cannot put a price on those
0: type of special moments for sure. Hey, Bob, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your ultra busy schedule. Also, for coming on our show today and really giving us great info about pumpkins and the Circleville Pumpkin Show. Wish you the very best of luck in the actual competition uh, and the entire event and going forth. Hey, and I look forward to having another conversation with you again at some point.
2: Well, it's been my pleasure. So, you know, thank you.
0: Again, Bob Liggett, the renowned pumpkin grower connected with the pumpkin with the Circleville Pumpkin Show, has been our second guest here today. And as we wrap up, a reminder that the Circleville, Ohio Pumpkin Show has a preview night on October 18th. The show kicks off from running actually from October 19th through the 22nd in Uptown. Uh, circleville ohio it's an outstanding show you want to experience it for sure and for complete information you want to get the full schedule all the details that you need to know is at pumpkinshow.com pumpkinshow.com is the site that you want to check out before you go and a final acknowledgement also to todd tomilson of the circleville pumpkin show for his coordination assistance with this show and a shout out To all of our show sponsors, that does include the Central Ohio Farm Bureau of Union, Madison, Delaware counties. For complete information about the Central Ohio Farm Bureau, you can find them on Facebook and you can contact Melinda Lee, the organization director, M. Lee at OFBF. Dot org liberty national bank of marysville ohio offering great rates for ag commercial and residential projects along with exceptional customer service they're located on coleman's crossing open monday to friday nine to five and saturdays nine to noon check them out today at libertybank that's libertybank marysville dot farm market of plain city ohio it's your one-stop shop For all your favorite Amish cheeses, deli meats, baked goods, and more, their corn crib area is fully stocked with fresh fall products. That does include gourds, pumpkins, apples, squash, cabbage, and much more. They're open Monday to Saturday, 9 to 5. They're located on Converse Huff Road off of Route 42. Be sure to check them out online at Facebook Also, make sure that you make those orders online. You'd see Farm Market, it's worth the drive. The Union County, Ohio Agriculture Society, dedicated to enhancing quality ag events and practices to make positive community impacts. For additional information, contact Mike Schnell, secretary at USF, mgr at gmail.com ucfmgr at gmail.com and the ohio ecological food and farm association cultivating a future in which sustainable and organic farmers thrive local food nourishes our communities and ag practices protect and enhance our communities as well now is the perfect time to become a member offering mega benefits including organic certification educational events led by experts one-on-one technical support fall farm tours and workshops, and to sustain and grow your business. Go to OEFFA.org. That's OEFFA.org. Your patronage and support of all of our show partners makes a huge positive difference. Well, join us again for upcoming Ag Adventures next Monday as we go inside and spotlight the 95th Annual National FFA Convention and Expo with special guests, Christy Meyer, Communications and Marketing Director. You can catch out details about our show, interesting ag stories, event announcements, and much more on our Facebook page at That's Agritastic. Until the next time, make it an Agritastic week.